Hello everyone, I am Dr. Farid Zarif and we are starting uh, off with a really wonderful goal right here at Alive and Well. Tell your friends about it if you get a chance to uh, share it with whomever you can because we are definitely expecting you to give us a wonderful like and a subscription. Remember to subscribe. You can go on uh, nutrition.co. Uh, you can go on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and coming soon, we also have a YouTube channel, which is entitled Nutrition, and again, our website is nutrition.co. We have a wonderful, wonderful co-host today with us, the wonderful... Hello, everyone. It's Carolyn. All right. In the house, we're going to talk about some things that, that will... Um, help you get started with uh, especially your plant-based lifestyle. Now, again, before we get into this, I I just really want to take time to let people know that we're not already at one million. Right. You know, I don't even think we're at 100 yet, Mm -hmm. but we know that we can do it with your help. Please spread the word and share uh, what we are saying. This is only going to be 30 minutes. We're going to bring it down a little more so people will be more open to listening. But for those that make uh, an excuse for something that's a little longer, remember you can do it in parts. Right, you know? in segments. Yeah, yeah. You get 10 minutes, come back, 10 minutes, and mm-hmm. so forth. So we want to bring you this information to help you help yourself. Right. Don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. <laughs> hey, Carolyn's always great to see you, and and I'm going to, I guess, just hand over the mic to you for a while, so you can uh, just reel people in to let them know that they're now out there by themselves, especially when they get all confused about what to to eat and what steps to take and all of that stuff. Now, you are a plant-based uh, lifestyle person, yes, so correct. Uh, what were you doing uh, before so everybody can, like, connect with you? Why would people, why should people even connect with you? Well, um, well, like you said, I am uh, going through that or living the plant-based lifestyle. And before that, I, you know, was eating, like, everything that was in front of me, <laughs> you know, uh, chicken, beef, the one thing I, I, the, or the first meat that I stopped eating was pork, but then, you know, continue to eat meat, uh, like chicken and beef and just, uh, eating the wrong things. So, um, going through that journey or starting that journey, uh, was a really, um, eye-opening experience for me because it changed the entire way I've eaten my entire life. And that's something that really takes commitment to be able to say, I'm going to now change everything that I've been doing for 30 plus years and start this new journey. So, right, right. Yes. So you, you got started. How What made you change from all of those over 30 years of habits yes. to uh, something different? Um, I know, well... I would say uh, knowing that I can do it, and it started off with with church. So I or we used to do something called the Daniel Fast, and we would do that every uh, every year. Um, in the beginning of the year, we would fast, and it was like a 21 day fast. 
and in that fast of course you cannot eat meat no sugar any processed foods or anything like that so I think doing that started off um I'm not even me not even calling it a plant-based diet or not even knowing that that's what it was but it let it it reminded me or let me know that I can get away from meat and I remember when going to your um Funkinetics class you always um encouraged us to 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 eat better and so that um kind of just reminded me of what I was able to do when we were on the fast and so I made that decision to to start eating a a plant-based uh lifestyle so it really, and the why, because that's the main thing, your purpose and, and knowing why you wanted to do it is just, it's just as simple as knowing that I wanted to be healthy because you would see a lot of people around you who would have, you know, different um, diseases and things uh, that they could have uh, controlled knowing that their, their eating habits had a lot to do with those diseases. How do we know that we, they can control those things? I mean, could they actually... Uh, if they weren't eating uh, that lifestyle, you know, I mean, do do we really have people? And you don't have to answer this, but mm-hmm. it's just some some food for thought. Um, that people, some people say, look, I've been eating this way all my life, or my aunt ate like this until she was eighty, or my uncle didn't die until he was ninety, and they really seem to revel in that type of belief that. Uh, it wasn't the plant-based lifestyle yeah. that that allowed them to live that long. That they they drink a lot of whiskey, or <laughs> they'll say they had a lot of sweets, or they ate a lot of pork and and so forth. Right. And, and then they'll say, well, but that was back in the day, and they used to walk more. If you ate pig, mm-hmm. walking as opposed to not walking, I don't know if it's going to be that much change. Right. Uh, is for as far as the derogatory effect of that pig, right. uh, and, and as you know, the way I mean personally, I call this is slave food, and I've been mm-hmm. calling it slave food. From my book, I have a whole book called "Slaves of the Tongue," right. and that is a metaphor for those of us that continue to eat those foods that we ate when we were in bondage. Right. But now we've embraced it and like, oh yeah, I know we were creative. I know we came up with some incredible dishes. Mm -hmm. I know that we continue to survive through it. But that's all it was is for something that would help us to survive through those times. Right. Now we're we're matching... you know, or probably outmatching uh, uh, finances as far as uh, rich or wealthy people that are so-called African-Americans or original people and uh, people that have just plenty of money, mm-hmm. but they continue to eat uh, the different things like McDonald's and Burger King, right. yes. KFC and all of this because I think part of that is just habituating eating foods that are not good for us. Right. And I think even going back to what uh, the question you asked as far as does it make a difference um, and people saying that oh so and so lived to be 80 years old. I think um, they also live with different diseases too. They would see them you know look healthy but can there be something or could there have been an improvement in the way they lived 
meaning li- living with a disease. People can live with diseases and, yeah. and they may look like they're okay, but they're still suffering. Yeah. You know, so there could be something that if you eliminated that one thing, can make it a better life for you living. Now, I think the thing too is that in the day that we're living now, especially with allopathic medicine, uh, we have learned or we, when I say we, I'm talking about society now has learned to accept and also to discover ways to maintain illness. Yes. Uh-huh. And instead of getting rid of it, it maintains it, meaning right. that it sustains the effects of this disease or this illness right. as they continue to extrapolate the finances from mm-hmm. insurance. Right. They continue to drain the pockets and uh, to fill pockets, uh, drain our personal pockets and fill the pockets on the other side. Right. So now it's become an incredibly um, uh, lucrative business. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is something that you could not even... If you're just, uh, for instance, just a, a regular nutritionist mm-hmm. or a regular dietitian, for as far as that matters, uh, and you don't uh, take people through um, uh, maybe uh, putting a syringe in their arm or mm-hmm. giving them some um, medication of some sort or giving them some kind of special test or something like that. Right. See, our forefathers didn't have all that. Right. And I'm not suggesting that we be as be primitive or that we uh, act in a way that is irresponsible and not really do our due diligence as far as disease and illness, but I am saying that there are ways to be proactive to take care of ourselves and our families without waiting until Mm -hmm. we have to do all of these things and things that... Uh, you don't want to take uh, certain these drugs because drugs are toxins. Right. Uh, people that are, you, I asked a, a person today, as a matter of fact, how long have you been taking the medication? And he was proud, and he probably said over 15 years. Wow. And my point wow. is, how could something be working if you have mm. to take it? Elvis, you've been taking over 15 years. Right. Somebody will argue with me that, okay. Don't you eat good food over 15 years? You do that all your life, right? Yes. But the thing that isn't happening here is that we're not uh, uh, degrading our system, our digestive system, our nervous system, our brain, our circulatory system, our blood, our vision, Mm -hmm. our sensitivity in our hands, the neuropathies and myopathies that we get from eating the wrong foods, if we don't stop this behavior, we will continue the effects of it. Right, exactly. And I see also, as far as being uh, plant-based or, or uh, deciding to eat that way, it's it's helping to um, keep you on, on the path of good health, you know? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think people think, okay, um, when they get sick is when they're going to change the way they eat. And really, I think of it as I, I don't want to go in that in that direction of getting sick or, or avoiding something that I can. So I'm going to start now, not when the doctor says, oh, well, you, you have high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever after it may fact, be. Yeah. Right. After the fact, you want to go ahead and make that choice to, to, to start eating that way now. Yes. And then that also lets you know that 
you're not being reactive. Yes. You're being responsive. Mm-hmm. You're thinking before it happens. Right. Not reaction is after it happens. You don't require thought. Right. So it's really important that we take on a new attitude because see, if we are filled with a lot of anger and bitterness and resentment mm-hmm. and these different emotional levels that can just pretty much just uh, dismantle a human body, yeah. uh, they uh, these are things that we need to get rid of and those things that we can change by making better decisions. Right. Every man and woman is known by the decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. So when you look at at the success of a person is because of the decisions that that person made. Yes. You know, not because they there's something superhuman about them. Right. But eating a plant-based lifestyle is super important. And we're going to actually give you about five pointers. We're going to five pointers because we're going to stay within this 30 minutes today. Yes. And we're going to give people five pointers. But before... Uh, uh, we get into the five point pointers. Uh, Carolyn, I wanted you to mention how do you eat a certain way when you start eating a certain way and you're around certain people. You might be around family or friends and yes. they eat something altogether different. Mm-hmm. Is there a different way that you act or you have to um, you feel a certain way? Um, well, you know, I think, uh, well, when I get around family, I pretty much have my mind already set that I'm not going to eat what they're eating and that's fine. Um, uh, a lot of times, you know, like even like with social events and, you know, families there, you would probably eat before going or you'll bring something with you. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, there's there, there there's usually always something you can pick out, like, you know, rice and beans. Like, that's something that's, um, you know, my family, that we it's a part of our culture um, with the rice and beans, that we always have rice and beans. That's the main course. And then, you know, you have other things. with. So I can eat that, you know. What is the, what, what culture? Oh, Belize. Uh, in Belize. In. Belize and culture. So the, the rice and beans is like rice and beans, then they'll have chicken with potato salad. I know I can't do the chicken and potato salad, but I'll go ahead and do the rice and beans. You know, so I'll make adjustments to not stand out as the weird one in the family, so to speak, um, and be able to eat with the family. But you definitely are making different, um, it, it's different coming together and eating. So, um, there, so I mean, give me an idea. So you 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 feel do you feel uh and because I, I know some people are just totally embarrassed yeah uh, especially if you have one of those aunts or your grandmother or somebody oh yeah eat a real food eat some real food what are you doing right Don't eat that plant food right That's flowers and grass <laughs> you need to eat some real food right you know i i got that in the beginning when i first switched over you know i i did get that in the beginning but then i think it all it comes from uh the respect that the, your family has for you and knowing that you're making that change um, they would respect knowing that okay you've made that decision to, to change and, and to eat differently and so, if they don't respect you what you suggest and if they don't then you just continue on keep going uh, keep on with your journey um, there's really not much you, you can do if they don't respect what you're doing you just move on okay let's do an example okay then. okay 
I'm your grandpa. Yes. And I'm saying, uh, baby, you need to eat nothing out your plate. You need to come on in here. Uh-uh. No, you ain't coming all the way over here and ain't going to finish all this. I'll put my foot in that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, girl. Here, put some more neck bones on there and give her some of that uh, uh, turkey. Give it a little, the little turkey dish. I go, you got to eat more than that. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I, I explained to, to Grandpa that um, I'll eat the rice and the beans, but I'm not going to eat that, and I'll explain why. Again, if they don't understand that, then, you know, I Suppose just... Suppose the, the rice and the beans are on the same dish with the turkey and the, <laughs> uh, the ribs or whatever's in there, and all the juices are getting all mixed up, do you... How do you deal with that? These are real situations. If, if they are real situations, and I would just not eat. You know, and and that's I think that's the decision that you have to make, and you have to not worry about if someone is offended because I think sometimes when people are offended, um, you know, they they take it personal, and it's not something that's personal. You have to stand your your ground pretty much and that's say, right. I'm not gonna eat that way. You don't have to be na- nasty about it, but you do have to let them know. Oh no, no, thank you. You know. I, I'm not going to eat this because of this and that. You know, it, it all depends on the relationship that you have with that person, too, as far as how much you even want to explain why you don't want to eat a certain way. Very cool. Yeah. So that's a perfect, uh, I think, segue right into getting started with plant-based foods. You're listening yes. to Alive and Well with Dr. Farid Zarif and the wonderful co-host, Karen. Yes. And we're about to talk to you about five incredible points that you can use when getting started uh, with a plant-based lifestyle. Yes. Number one, always be clear on your why, your purpose. Yes. Because if you are clear on your purpose, this helps to augment, this helps to support, this gives you backup when you commit to it. Right. If you're not committed to it, somebody can say whatever about whatever you're eating or say some kind of a remark that mm-hmm. you may feel a little embarrassed right. about or you think you better than everybody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. why are you eating that girl you gonna your ass gonna fall off you ain't gonna have no ass <laughs> right now. look at you your breast looking all all shriveled up or something like oh, all no. of those kind of things that people really look these are things that people actually go through they was like i gotta uh-uh i want to have my butt gotta be this way for right. my boyfriend my breast has to be this way but Mm -hmm. they don't say what the boyfriend or the husband can do for them when they get sick Uh or when the back hurts or when the ankle hurts or Mm -hmm. when they can't get up and move like they used to or they have joint pain right all of those things go ahead and add to it carolyn right well i mean it's just like you said the why and and the the reason why it's just like that the example that you gave me just now um, with, with grandpa, you know, even if they're saying, no, go ahead and do this, do that. If you're committed to that lifestyle that you, you've, um, you, you started, then nothing can change your mind on that. Now we also want to clear up you've been using the word healthy. I want to use our definition of healthy or mine. You might have another one, but you usually agree with me. So there. Yes. <laughs> um, Healthy just simply means the way that you perform, the Mm -hmm. way your body performs, the way that it feels, 
And if you're lucky, the way that it looks. Yes. So if you have these things all working, this is what I mean by uh, healthy, or this is what we mean by healthy, like we're eating healthy food. Yes. Or healthy foods that will help you to feel better, to perform well, and to look better. Yes. So this, that's what we mean by healthy. Some people say, well, what health is a word that blah, 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 blah. Who wants to hear it? Mm-hmm. So keep in mind your why, your purpose. Right. Stand by that. Right. Stand up for it and stand out with it. Right. Number two is make it necessary uh, to um, adjust to certain environments. Right. Yes. It is necessary in order for you to be successful in, in your environment. Right. You will hear many people, especially in rehab, talk about people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. So your environment, environment, a balancing environment is homeostatic. You have harmony there, and that's what you want it to be. You want it to be homeostatic where there is harmony, there is balance, right. equipoise in that a particular environment. So in your home or where if you're living with somebody, yes. find you a little corner in that cabinet right. that you can bring some things from Trader Joe's or Sprouts mm-hmm. or Whole Foods or wherever you, even if you go to the regular markets, there are things that you can pick up that are now organic and right. your, of course, you know, your produce, you know, find out a place in the refrigerator where you can put your fresh produce or right. See if you can have a conversation with the people that you live with so that they can also bring in uh, healthier produce. Right, exactly. Uh, and that includes your your fruit mm-hmm. and your vegetables. Your vegetables, right. Yeah. Now, you eat according to the rhythm diet, and I eat according to the rhythm diet. Yes. Now, this is something that we eat uh, according to the time that we get up. Right. Right? So... If you get up very early in the morning and I get up later on, we don't even eat at the same time. Right. Because our circadian rhythm has different start points. Right. So how do you find that working for you? Oh, I find it working well. You know, I'm pretty much just going by uh, the the information that I've gotten from you, mm-hmm. you know, as far as waking up uh, um, and eating your fruits and you drinking your water or warm cereal and you know just going through that entire process I feel that it works it works well I think anything that you start on and you you continuously do it you're, you're going to be able to catch on and know um how to work it you know you just have to work it like it yeah. says I think you have to be prepared to be comfortable with those things that are uncomfortable until they get comfortable <laughs> I mean, that's just I my... I'm just going to throw that one in, but... Okay. All right. So, be, in other words, just open to become comfortable or used to or adjusted to... Yes. Or familiarize yourself, acclimated... Yes. ...to those things that will allow you to continue in the strongest way. And that is super important. Right. Yes. Because you're going to come across things that you don't feel comfortable with. There's going to be out the barbecue. I don't know when the next time we're going to have a barbecue. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if you are uh, outside or if you um, where, wherever you are, mm-hmm. uh, being uh, uh, adjusted to uh, uh, the things that are necessary 
and the things that even expect things that are going to come pretty hard sometimes mm-hmm. if you're not expecting them. Right. And when you plan, plan a solid plan that you can stick to. Yes. Be accurate. Know that the acclimatization is real. And you have to have uh, patience with yourself mm-hmm. so that you can overcome those things that uh, really become hard for you. So uh, make the necessary adjustments in your environment. Right. Number three, Carolyn, what's number three? Number three would be take time to explore, study, discover what works for you. Exactly. Yes. So what does that mean to you? To me, uh, that would be, like you said, let, use the example as far as going to a barbecue. If you know that you're, you're going to a barbecue, take something with you that you know you're going to be able to eat and, and enjoy with the family. You know, um, uh, there's a lot of things that I've found since I've switched over to a plant-based diet or plant-based lifestyle that you, you can you can drop some things and pick some things up. You know, you're finding new things nice. that you can um, use to, like let's say regular milk. You, you you get rid of the cow's milk and now you're you're you substitute with almond almond milk. Yeah, you know, you, or, or make it first. We you know make your own. Learn how right. to make your own milk. Make your I own mean, own YouTube also. has everything you can imagine on that bad. Right, way. exactly. So. so just learning how to uh, eliminate eliminate those things that you used to use and then just substitute it with the the new stuff. You know, with the new things that you you now learn. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, number four. Maintain a healthy mental balance and stay open to learning. Yes. That's really important. Mm-hmm. So in other words, don't get in these conversations with people that you end up arguing with between, you know, I like meat and you don't, oh, you this, you that. You don't, don't waste your time with that. Right. The best thing that you can do is stick to your plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they will see the difference. Yes. And then eventually they will be calling you exactly. saying, what did you do? Right. Uh, to, to, I noticed you, you don't ever have a cold or a headache or mm-hmm. you sleep deeper or uh, you've reduced all that nervousness. I remember you used to shake your leg all the time. Right. And you don't do that. What are you doing differently? Mm-hmm. And remember the rhythm diet. A lot of people are sleeping on that because they haven't seen it on TV. Right. But we're going to make sure we keep telling you about the rhythm diet. This is all about your circadian rhythm and your circadian rhythm also affects your brain activity Mm -hmm. and your heart activity. Right. When we eat, we must also know about the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. We should know about these things because this affects our emotions. And if you cannot control your emotions, you definitely can't control what you eat. Yes, absolutely. And now for number five, Carolyn, you want to read that one? Yes. Remain humble and kind as you evolve. That's super important. It is. Because I, I, I know there, there are a lot of people who, you know, they've made that change. And now they feel that they may be better than someone just because they no longer eat meat. It's like, come on, you ate meat just a month ago. You right. just switched over about two weeks ago. Right. You're, you're still going through that process. So, you know, remaining humble, is that's a huge part of continuing on with your journey and knowing that you, you're you learning, too. You're learning every, every day. I know for me, I'm learning every day. I'm on, like you say, YouTube 
uh, you know, you're reading um, different things that can help to, to keep you on that journey and evolve. So you're learning just like the, the next person is that's just starting off. So um, just be humble. That is correct. I agree with that. It's so important. Um, remaining kind. Yes. You know, it's mm-hmm. Just don't, you know, get loud on somebody or if there's something that you know, you know, share it, but yes. without allowing yourself to look like an imbecile in front of people. Right. But also stick up for the things that you believe, you know. Remember, imagine if what you know or think that you know is incorrect. You could be really off base with something. Mm-hmm. So when you speak, be humble in that way, not like you know everything. Nobody knows everything about anything. Right. So continue to be kind. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Listening to Alive and Well. And we've just been speaking to you about getting started with a plant-based lifestyle. Yes. I'm Dr. Farid Zarif. And you've been and talking to I am Carolyn. And we want to remind you to please subscribe and like uh, our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, And coming soon, our nutrition uh, channel on uh, YouTube. Uh, We want you to definitely help us with that. Uh, You know, make sure you like it, spread it, share it. Uh, We really appreciate it. Listen to us on anchor.fm. We drop one every, uh, we drop one new um, episode episode with some incredible title. Yes. uh, Every uh, week, every Tuesday. Yes. So, Anchor.fm, everybody. And that's alive and well. Alive and well. That's right. That's what we want you to feel and remember. Everything that happens to you is happening for you.